On today's show, traffic deaths in the U.S. rise at the fastest rate in 50 years. BMW goosed its sales by having dealers buy more loaners. And we take a look at the rare Type 34 Carmen Ghia. All that more coming right up on Autoline Daily. This is Autoline Daily for February 18th of 2016. Traffic deaths in the U.S. plunged during the Great Recession in 2008 and 2009. But with more people back at work and more cars on the road, traffic fatalities went up last year. The Department of Transportation estimates the number of miles driven was up 3.5%. And preliminary data from the National Safety Council estimates that 38,300 people were killed on U.S. roads in 2015, which is 8% higher than in 2014. That's the largest increase in 50 years. BMW was the best-selling luxury brand in the American market last year, but Bloomberg reports that it boosted its sales late in the year by having dealers buy a lot of cars to offer as demos for test drives and as loaners for customers who bring in their cars for service. All automakers do this to some extent, but BMW really pushed it hard. Sales of the Z4 jumped 40% in December, the 6 Series shot up 117%, the 2 Series was up 184%, the X6 was up 213%, and the i8 was up an amazing 285%. In January, sales of those vehicles fell sharply, except the 2 Series. It's hard to explain why car companies engage in unsustainable practices, unless it's tied into management's bonuses. Well, Volvo is on a roll. The company set a sales record last year and tripled its operating profit. That's thanks to stronger-than-expected sales of the new XC90, which won the North American Utility of the Year award. Volvo hopes to continue that success with its all-new wagon, the V90. It offers a range of gasoline and diesel engines mated to an 8-speed automatic, plus a plug-in hybrid version is also available. It's offered with Volvo's semi-autonomous pilot assist technology. And still to come, a look at why GM is deliberately holding back on a fuel cell car. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. Did Toyota, Honda, and Hyundai get into the hydrogen game too soon? In a fascinating article in Ward's Auto with GM's chief engineer for fuel cells, Charlie Fries, he says GM could have a fuel cell in production already if it wanted to, but the technology is developing so fast that by the time that vehicle hit market, it would already be outdated. That's an interesting revelation. Remember, Honda is using GM's design in its fuel cell stack for the second-gen Honda Clarity. Free says the timing has to be right to get a fuel cell car to the market that is not going to be obsolete by the time it goes on sale. So what do you think? Is it worth being first to market? Or should car companies wait until the technology is mature enough? Kia revealed a wagon version of the Optima before it makes its official debut at the Geneva Motor Show. If it looks a bit familiar, That's because its design was inspired by the sports space concept it unveiled last year. The standard model is available with a four-cylinder gasoline or diesel engine that can be mated to a six-speed manual or automatic or a seven-speed dual-clutch transmission. 
GT models are equipped with a new 2-liter turbocharged four-cylinder gasoline engine with direct injection. The Optima Sport Wagon goes on sale at the end of the year in Europe. And coming up next, did you know there are three different types of the VW Carmen Ghia? For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. This came up in a conversation I had the other day, and I thought a few of you might find it interesting. Okay, close your eyes and picture a Volkswagen Carmen Ghia. Now open them. This is probably the car you pictured, but it's not what I see when I think of a Carmen Ghia. There's another lesser known Ghia, sometimes referred to as the Type 34, or sometimes called the Type 3. The original, introduced in 1955, was based on the Type 1 Beetle chassis and featured styling by Ghia with the bodywork done by Carmen. The Type 34 was based on an all-new Type 3 platform and also featured styling by Ghia, but it looks much different than the original Type 14. A few reasons it's lesser known today is one, its price. It costs nearly double that of a basic Beetle and sold in relatively low numbers. And two, it was never officially offered in the U.S., although a few did make their way in via Canada. There was a third Ghia called the TC for touring car that was based on the Volkswagen variant chassis, but that is even lesser known because it was only offered in South America. I sure like the styling of both the Type 14 and 34, but I would love to know what you think. Did one get it better than the other? And be sure to join us this afternoon for AutoLine After Hours. Joining John and Gary are Joanne Muller from Forbes and Mike Whalen from the Detroit News. That starts at 3 p.m. Eastern Time for some of the best insights as to what's going on in the global automotive industry. And with that, we wrap up today's report. Thanks for watching. Please join us again tomorrow.